I hate you. I really don't like you. I cannot stand your buffoonery. Hey, Roaches. I'm Todd Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week for the show, I take a guest secondhand shopping. After we gather a thrift haul, we record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Welcome to Thrifty Podcast, secondhand shopping for worm people. I'm your host, Toddy. Thank you so much for hitting that subscribe button or that just you're just downloading one episode, the download button or even the stream button. Any of that, thank you for listening. And before we start today's episode, I want to give uh, my shill moment of the week and I apologize for this. Seriously, I'm sorry, but it is something that I would ask listeners to do if you felt so inclined. Thrifty Podcast is nominated for Pittsburgh's Best Podcast. It's something that I'm excited for. Um, And there's nine other shows up for the running as well, too, but we got enough nominations from the listener votes, so thank you. Um, So I'm going to ask just one more favor from you. If you want Thrifty Podcast to be the best podcast of Pittsburgh, what you want to do is go to bit.ly backslash bestofpit19. That's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash bestofpit19. And that's bit.ly. June 15th, we've been talking about it for a little while. That's the bad word cookout. That's right, the effing cookout. And the way you could find it is go to your local Facebook.com, the website, type in the bad word cookout, and what you'll find is a string of badass podcasts putting together a podcast live show in someone's freaking backyard. So Thrifty's going to be there, Neon Brainiacs are going to be there, Start the Beat, and also Ghoul on Ghoul. So if you're from the Pittsburgh area or if you're coming in for this show, It's June 15th. It's going to be an all-day-long marathon, four different podcasts, but uh, look it up on Facebook, The Bad Word Cookout. Enough shilling. Today's guest, first-time guest, and this is a, a special episode for a lot of different reasons. We'll get into that shortly, but I want to introduce the Roach Coach to Shane Becker. What's up, Shane? I'm wonderful, Toddy. How are you today? We spent so much time together. We spent so much time together, brother. So you know how I'm I'm doing today. Oh, absolutely. We're both. We're We're living in the moment, as they say. In the the type of people you find at the thrift store and be friends with, Shane is the best type of that type of folks. We have a great story, you know? I mean, we saw. Do we? Yeah, I mean... (laughs) Yeah. For in terms of, you know, meeting people, mm-hmm. um, 
what was it? It was like just what just a regular ass day in Ma- on March. Yeah, it was in- a yeah. We haven't even known each other that long, but as listeners of the show know, I, I shop at a lot of Goodwill outlets, so I buy items by the pound. In one day at the Goodwill outlet, young Shane was also <laughs> thrifting. And I believe, uh, did I just like straight up talk to you? Did you talk to me? Did I like give you some? Usually that's how I get to know people. I'm like, I find something and I'm like, hey, do you want this? My bins, my bins experiences are always, oh, here's 20, you know, older people from Chartier's Valley. They're shopping just to sell at Trader Jack's. Mm-hmm. And so every time I see someone under the age of what? 40 i'm like oh who's this who are they gonna how are they gonna come into my business so you you saw me staring at the uh very large to be later found out uh steeler starter jacket that you had and i was like ah so here we go this is why i won't be able to find anything here because i took all took all the things you're looking to find you you seemed like the kind of person that knew what was up with the bins and not a lot of people really do they go there and they buy seven cameras or you know all that kind of stuff the sporadic confederate flag and that's you knew i wasn't gonna be no, doing that you didn't seem like a um horrible human being no not and, yet at least and we did a little trade i gave you what that mario lemieux jersey you gave and, me uh, the Chicago. cutest mario lemieux jersey because it it fit me like it was huge on me mm-hmm. but it was a uh, it was sort of like a practice jersey yeah, t-shirt nice. i'm just built like a stump so it kind of just fit me like a dress and so i was glad fit, to find someone yeah it kind of fit me like a dress but that was a-okay i'm fine with that sometimes i wear those but with that particular shirt it just it just felt it felt good on me when i put it on i was like thank had, you so much but great energy and you uh, went ahead and took that out of the back of your, uh, like the back of your, your truck. No, my Rav Four, Debbie. Debbie, your Rav Four. Yes. Um, that's who we were driving yes, around in Deb- today, Debbie. If you, we. <laughs> Debbie hates anything that you do that isn't right, and so when you were getting out of the car today, I locked the door before you got out, and the door was open, mm-hmm. and that's why I said, Debbie, please shut up. Oh, that's I just what you wasn't were talking, talking about. to no one. It was. It oh, was, I just I just let you be because that's fair. my thing. I was like, you didn't really respond to that, so I'm just gonna roll with it and just assume. Oh figure. yeah, I heard it and didn't <laughs> respond because I was like, wonder who that, wonder who Debbie is, and I was like, I oh, just leave it. He we seems all, fine. I feel like it's a very, it's about one of the only hyper masculine tendencies that I fall accustomed to is naming all my cars. Mm-hmm. I had Nancy before, and now it's Debbie. And Debbie and I have been locked in love for a year now. And you drive around Miss Debbie pretty much all over, and we're both living in Western PA. So we we took a uh, what we'd like to call the first ever thrifty excursion. It's a great name. It's today, the best. It was the best. Um, but yeah, I mean, the excursion was just part of a route that I've developed more so. Because, I mean, we met at the bins, but I rarely ever go to the bins because I don't have, you know, eight hours and the patience to just be in one place for a time. So I kind of developed this route, if not just a list of thrift stores around that really aren't the bins, but are a little bit more, I guess, less picked over. So Mm -hmm. that's why we ended up where we ended up today. So we went to eight different thrift stores for this thrifty excursion 
And I believe it was the first whole day we had uh, spent with each other as friends. So I was finding out about oh, your yeah. past and what you were up to. We had a lot of deep friendship moments. It was wonderful. And so you're responsible for the uh, food truck at Gaucho. So you cook there. I do. Yeah, I do that. Um, I work in our brick and mortar doing a little bit of front of the house. Um, but yeah, Gaucho, it's cool. It's just I've been there for two years, two and a half years. So you know how to cook. I do. Um, a lot of my work on the truck is prep. We do a lot of um, private events. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to a private event. And I mean, I'll prep and do a little bit of grilling, grilling, chilling from here and there. Um, but normally when service starts up, I do just, you know, the buffet management kind of running back information, that kind of thing. Um but yeah, no. If you've ever, if you've never been to Gaucho, I definitely recommend it. If you've never been to the food truck, I definitely recommend it. Um, and then you the actually have said that uh, you've been thrifting now for about six years, somewhere around six years. You've, yeah, you've six or st- seven or six. Yeah, seven or six years. Mm-hmm. And how did you first get into it? Um, so it was right around probably my sophomore year of high school, so 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's when you turn, what, 14 years old, and you're like, oh, Reddit is a thing. And through that, I found what's known as r slash hockey jerseys, and that's kind of developed into this whole other addiction outside of thrifting, but it kind of is intersectional in the way that I... You could look for, and so you have a collection of NHL hockey jerseys Mm -hmm. and even some more more than NHL as well, too. So that's kind of like the Mm -hmm. Venn diagram of collecting hockey jerseys thrifting mm-hmm. and in the middle you could do a little bit of both yeah so yeah. so on that faithful day is when we met up at the goodwill outlet i had the opportunity to i, I had the opportunity to switch some merchandise with you yeah it was great and since you as you mentioned before you have a thrifting route that you take and that's what we did today. We went on the thrifty excursion. So as I mentioned, there's eight different thrift stores that we're pulling our thrift haul from this week. So it's pretty exciting. Um, we started out uh, early in the morning. We got back a couple of hours ago. How long do you think we were out? 9.30 to 5. So, I mean, it's a 9 to 5, but in a whole different kind of fun way. Eh? We did a different 9 to 5 oh, today. What a way to make a living. And then we ate at a gas station for lunch. Nothing like it. We saw, what, 12 sheets? 12? 13 sheets, maybe close to 20. I don't know. There was too many sheets to count, but we, we stopped at one. And sheets are sort of local to um, like the greater Pittsburgh area. Some yeah. a bit far out. And sheets is what we have. And I know Wawa is what they have on the other side of Pittsburgh. And Speedway is the one nationally that everybody knows about. But I actually know some dirt on the sheets Ooh. and Speedway. Uh, they, they have a, a, a bit of a rivalry. Give me that. Give me the dirt. So three of my family members have worked or do work at a Speedway gas station. Okay. And so Speedway, um, the reason why, cause it's been popping up this part of, uh, Pennsylvania probably for the past like four or five years, they just came from out of nowhere and they do everything that Sheets does and Wawa does and the reason why that is, is um, Mr. Sheets and Mr. Speedway had an agreement that Sheets has to stay in Pennsylvania. It can't go across the Ohio border. 
And uh, Mr. Sheets says, yeah, that's fine. You know, we'll do that. Because Mr. Speedway is like, we're, honestly, we're bigger than you. We're, we're, we, we could do whatever, but we'll let you have your space. And we just have the rest of the world, basically. So they said, okay. And then come to find out that Mr. Sheets actually, behind Mr. Speedway's back, put a Sheets over the Pennsylvania-Ohio border. And Mr. Speedway found out about it. And now it's a turf war. And now it's a turf war. So Mr. Speedway said, forget it. We wanted to give you Pennsylvania. <laughs> but about, yeah, like five, six, seven years ago, something like that, Mr. Speedway said, you did this to us. So now we're taking Pennsylvania. So if oh, you ever no. wanted to know why there's Speedway gas stations everywhere now, thank Mr. Sheets for that bullshit. They have 69 cent slushies though, at Speedway. But other than that, it's Sheets all the way. Yeah. Um, so we did see a lot of uh, Sheets gas stations on our thrifty excursion. The first place we went to, place number one, was the American Thrift Center in uh, the Duquesne uh, neighborhood backslash West Mifflin area of Pittsburgh. And the American Thrift Center, I haven't been to that thrift store since I've been a literal like child like grade school because i'm 31 now and i was in grade school the last time i went there because my grandfather was actually the first person to get me into thrifting and we used to hit that one up but not since then have i been back in that store it does look a lot the same those thrifts don't really change i've been going to that one for four years and i think the only thing that's changed is the stuff on the racks and there's even that giant exhaust fan in the back still they also had a big inflatable turkey, which I wish we would have bought. Yeah, I'm always like hesitant because uh, obviously giant inflatable shit is pretty cool. But when it's not blown up, I'm always like it probably has a hole in it. It was blown up. Did you I didn't, see it? I didn't see it It then. was hanging above the stock area. And I didn't know if it was decoration or not. Oh, that's probably why. But... Did you see know. the did you see the one that wasn't blown up? I did not. Okay, so we saw different ones. <laughs> Nothing like two inflatable turkeys rather than one. Yeah, I saw a PS2 there, like a PlayStation 2, but it was kind of like roached. Um there were some okay t-shirts. We kind of picked some up, but we we passed on them. I think a lot the, of glassware was there. The pass of the day award, I think goes to our XL rack find of the Daniel Sepulveda Steeler jersey. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Uh, Daniel Sepulveda, former punter of the Pittsburgh Steelers. In this house, we stand for Daniel Sepulveda. We, yes, we stand for any Sepulveda-related information, especially, um, you know, he had a, a an illustrious career of like two years and is an excellent punter. And we found, I think, the first time in the wild, one of his jerseys. I've never seen anything puncher or kicker-related in the wild other than Jeff Reed, but... Mm-hmm. I can't in good moral buy a Jeff Reed jersey. Didn't Jeff Reed attack a, uh, yeah. T- Jeff Reed also had frosted tips. Yes. Jeff Reed is an enigma. Yeah. Um, speaking of sheets, Jeff Reed, former kicker for the Pittsburgh football Steelers, attacked a paper towel holder. Damn, that wasn't a sheet. That wasn't a sheet. I think, yeah. Yeah. So years ago, <laughs> he just got like... I don't know if he was drunk or what, but he just freaked out and attacked a paper towel dispenser. That's what we call tying the episode together. And that's Pittsburgh for you. Uh, The second place we went to, we went to a Goodwill store in Monroeville, PA. Nothing like good old Monroeville, America's biggest strip mall. 
And in Monroeville, I actually, I was feeling uh, quite nostalgic because I, I did a run where I lived in Monroeville. I lived alone in Monroeville when I worked at like, a, I worked at an art school at the time out that way. And this Goodwill pre, no, sorry, this uh, Goodwill post dates that. But mm. when I go to Monroeville, I still I go to that one, and I'm like, oh man, this used to be the strip I used to, mm-hmm. you know, do the thing. But you found something like super super cool. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Thrift find of the day. Yeah. If I have to make the bold claim, uh, big giant plastic Wilson tennis ball. Uh, we have now found out that if you flip the top over, it no longer looks like a ball, but you can sit on it. Um, it's like it like three feet tall. You would have to think. I. I do enjoy me some things that are bigger than what they normally are, mm-hmm. and this really fits the bid. We thought we were playing, playing Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I we think, thought we had a shrink ray because this tennis ball was humongous. Turns out we're regular size. The tennis ball seat was just big. I think the honorable mention find of the day is what you found inside of the topless tennis ball. I opened up uh, the tennis ball. The, I opened up the plastic lid off the tennis ball. And inside, there was a bunch of bugs. So it was probably like an outdoor cooler we're thinking of, something like that. But I also found a melted... Very viscous. Very viscous, still in bag. Unwrapped. Um, and I, um, Unwrapped. An ice cream sandwich. An ice cream sandwich in a bat in a plastic bag so it was it was water it was ice cream sandwich water there was no leaks in the packaging so there was it was in that uh plastic it was like ball when you would when you go to the zoo as a kid and they had those uh plastic tubes filled with water Mm -hmm. you know what i'm talking about yes i do that's exactly what that felt like yeah and then it was really gross when i realized it was an ice cream sandwich and then we talked about it. I felt bad because I don't know. I was just, I don't know. I just wasn't thinking. I think you pick up something like that and you don't really think. Yeah. So I, I so it's like spray paint. It's a plastic, it's like a bright plastic cylinder, not cylinder, a bright plastic ball and it's spray painted. It has Wilson on it. A and sphere, then, if you will. A sphere and then the tennis ball white lines. And I opened it up. I found that. Um, I took the ice cream sandwich, the liquid ice cream sandwich bag, and I just like put it on a piece of furniture and I was like, okay, on to the next thing. I don't know why I did that. I felt bad though. I said I in the parking it, lot. I noticed it, but just rolled with it. <laughs> just like me calling my car Debbie. I just kind of was like, okay, that's where that lives now. Yeah. And then you were talking about Debbie again. And I was like, who is that? Now I know. <laughs> I know. I just thought it was your invisible friend or something. <laughs> um, so that was, uh, Monroeville. The next thrift store that we went to, my I, personal favorite, of the your day. personal favorite. I had never been to it. This was in. This is my American thrift center. So this is your this American is, flag. You stand for. I this. stand for Thrift King and only Thrift King. And Thrift King was our next stop, and that's in the Penn Hills neighborhood of uh, Pittsburgh, PA. It's in Penn Hills and Thrift King, somewhere I haven't been before. But it's definitely a place that I think I'd go back to. Um, it's a little bit of a drive from here, but it has like big bay windows up front, and the building just seems to go on forever. It's it's massive. I think it's the biggest non-outlet store in the area. It's yeah, in just square foot and just sheer mass. I think it's it's huge. I would have to think so because you walk in and they have like uh, some electronics there, 
and you go further back and the clothes are there. It's definitely a clothes thrift, if anything. Clothes and furniture. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so much clothes. And so there's there's just clothes, 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 and then furniture, and it keeps going back. And then there was like, geez, there's probably like four rooms. Would you say that? Like four yeah, rooms just back? Four layers of a delicious mm-hmm. cake. So at Thrift King, have you ever like uh, found a sick ass find? What have there? I found at Thrift King? Um, I've been burned at Thrift King a few times before. I was really knowledgeable about you know band t-shirts especially that get reprinted all the time i mean i've been burned there a couple times not realizing that something is a reprint and thinking i made out huge it, mm-hmm. um it's weird um for Penn hills you wouldn't think it'd be a place to find hats mm-hmm. um but we 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 like we found something today we didn't there yeah. um not today but no we did we found that a uh, little crew neck yeah a little steeler johns yeah. Um, but I found a couple uh, logo athletic shark tooths there. I think I found like a Steeler one there. I found, of all things, a Tampa Bay Buccaneers like creamsicle orange one. Whoa. Um, Beautiful jersey. Cool. Beautiful. Yeah. Def- I would hate to play against a bright orange jersey, but I would love to wear one. They were trash. They were the first team to go winless. Huh? Yeah. I think yeah. they went 0 12. And then it was the. Yeah. 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 And then Lions. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's a, that's a shame. But football. Yeah, coming up here, it's uh, you know, that's that's cool finding like Tampa Bay Bucks stuff around yeah. here. But shark tooths, for those unfamiliar, those are the the uh, hats from the '90s that it kind of looks like it has a. It's usually like a, a white hat, and then it has like a black, like thin pattern on the front. Sometimes the uh, color combinations are different, but it's yeah. the one with like the wavy. Occasionally, you get the double shark tooths where it's got both the team colors. So I think I've I've seen a patriots one where the tooth is doubled mm. and it's blue and red whoa it's really cool um those go for a lot of money yeah <laughs> those are like if you would ever want like a penguins one you you have to like chill out 180 200 bucks for one just because they're so rare i did have a pittsburgh penguins shark tooth that the reason why i said black and white is because because mm-hmm, it is black and white yeah, i know exactly what you're talking yeah. about yeah and uh, I gave it to a friend of mine because I give stuff to my friends quite often. We love your generous Tony yeah. Tondera. Yeah, and and that one was the one that sometimes I look at the ceiling at night and I go like, "Why did why you did, give why that, that specific one? That's fair. Why did you give that away?" But then I feel bad about thinking about that because I'm like, "You just gave it to a friend, and and that was the person to give it to. It I wasn't think, like yeah. he was a huge fan. So I was like, "You like this?" And I was like, "I could have. I, <sighs> it, it could have been cool, but I mean." Could have been a contender. That's why, I mean, I could have made, what, $25 off of that Lemieux jersey that I gave you, but I mean, mm-hmm. you were a cool person. We and were, here we are today. We're doing cool things. Mm-hmm. Cool people do cool things. The next stop uh, was a little further away from uh, Pittsburgh proper. It was in Cheswick, and we did go to another Goodwill store. And the interesting thing about the that, tale of the ever moving Goodwill, the tale of the ever moving Goodwill. Now, when I was back in art school, I went to like a two year art college. When I was back in art school, there was a huge like strip mall in that same parking lot. OK. And the Goodwill was in the strip mall. And then behind the strip mall was like a, it was like a under 21 dance club. Oh, like a club zoo. It was like, Do you remember Club Zoo? Yeah, that's yeah, that's in Pittsburgh. Cesspool of high school sweat and diet coke. Yeah, so it was an under twenty ones like dance club, but it was like a roller rink too. But I saw Against Me, the 
against me the band that's there. a great find that's a great story mm-hmm. and i found it there in cheswick mm-hmm. pa and so then the the venue was knocked down the strip mall was knocked down and then there was another building built on the same lot that then became the goodwill just by chance i was in there just as because i was out of college i can't even remember why i was in the area but just by chance i drove by and i was like oh the goodwill's in that building so i went into that goodwill it began to storm when i was in that goodwill and then the power went out and this was like week one week two of the store being there and um so there were and there was no generators or anything so we just like chilled in the dark for about 12 minutes 12 13 minutes didn't get anything, and that was that. So that was where I thought I was going today. But when we pulled into the parking lot, that Goodwill is now in a third building. It's it's unbelievable after this background that I've been told that this Goodwill has moved at all because it is very... It's moved twice it's in the homely. same parking lot. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. The China Buffet is gone. We could have eaten there instead of Sheets. Yeah, we could have done that. Now it's a fitness center. But that Pizza Hut? which I believe is still in that lot. Okay. Uh, I used to do the Pizza Hut buffet there. Pizza Hut buffet was slamming. Because if you want to know something about me, I will, I also like, obviously, as you could probably assume, I bargain shop with my food as well. So I usually buy just like busted up boxes at the local grocer. I have three boxes of cereal on the top of my fridge that I got for a buck and a quarter name brand. I was like, I don't care if it's all busted up. Busted cereal, still cereal. But Pizza Hut buffet, any type of buffet, first one there. Have you had a Pizone recently? They brought them back. I didn't know they brought them back. They're different, and they are the, it's the worst thing in the world. They used to dust it with the, the cheesy mm-hmm. oregano thing. They and don't this do is that anymore. coming from someone who does this kind of stuff. You make stuff. You make I food. do. So and I know. love the Pizone, and now I don't, and it makes me very sad. So you're disgraced by it. I am. I'm mm-hmm. a hair disappointed. So the next stop we made, stop number five, was down to the Goodwill in Brackenridge Highlands area um, out of New Kensington. So all these places that I'm talking about around the Pittsburgh area, sorry for alienating everybody who listens to the show not from Pittsburgh, but these are places that you can Google and check out <laughs> and go from there. But uh, this Goodwill was in Brackenridge, uh, kind of like in the Highlands area. It's also one that I was at before, and I can't tell you why and I can't tell you when, but I know that when I was there, it was raining as well. So I had a memory of rain and the power outages at the one. Almost the same identical story with this one. I feel like that building just carried a lot of, like, I've been here before energy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, also, one of the most unexpected thrifts that we went to today, because I thought we were going to a completely different one. Um, there's another one that's just tucked into the woods somewhere in Freeport that I guess exists or doesn't. Maybe it was just a pipe dream. Yeah. But uh, this was... It felt like a new experience for me, but it also felt like I was been there. I've been there before. Mm-hmm. Um, for Goodwill, though, it was pretty. It's large. It had like a good selection of things. The 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 uh, thrift store that you think could be a pipe dream. You described it as back in the cut, a bunch of trees all around. Yes, that's what and you I said. found. I found my uh, very first Oliver Print Jeff Gordon, Vroom Vroom Dupont Rainbow Warrior shirt. There. So so back in the cut under some trees. And Next I know that we'll shirt go. exists, and I think we need to find it. I'll do some more research, and we'll... Thrifty Excursion 2. Thrifty something. Plot points already for the second excursion. It's it's going to be a whole thing. So the next place we went to... You had your find of the day there, though, didn't you? Uh, With your little muggies. 
Oh, oh, was that that one? Yes. See, I need to have have you more on. Memory of an elephant. My particular find of the day was actually I got it from this uh, this thrift store, and it was two Batman mugs, like glass cups almost, from the 1995 film Batman Forever. And that was the Joel Schumacher piece that he did with Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. This growing up, um, I was born in '87, so this that so there was uh, the Batman with uh, Tim, Tim Burton directed that, and it was with Danny DeVito as uh, Penguin. Danny DeVito's been in everything. Yeah, he's incredible, and I remember that one. But this Batman Forever one was just as I was growing up. So when I was growing up, this was my Batman. Okay. Like, I have the Batman Forever Sega game. I went as um, the Riddler for Halloween. Nice. And that's a pretty bogus story, too, because I dressed up as the Riddler for Halloween, and I had a stuffed, uh, my my best friend, my stuffed walrus, Ralph, in my arm, and I would take Ralph everywhere with me. And I had to dress him up as well, and I dressed him up as a pumpkin. That's... So I was a Riddler. That's a very wholesome story. I wouldn't say that's ridiculous. I'd say that's a very... And I have a stick and poke on my ankle of Ralph the Walrus. That's what that is. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's what one... That's that tattoo. All the other ones mean different stuff. That particular one is a stick and poke of Ralph, who, by the way, lives lives with me still to this day. Excellent. He goes around with me. But um, So that one had Val Kilmer as Batman, Nicole Kidman playing... Dr. Chase Meridian, Jim Carrey is the Riddler, Tommy Lee Jones is Two-Face. And I loved Batman Forever. I loved it. And when I watched it maybe in like probably like I always said like that's a that's like a good movie, but as soon as I even brushed the point of maybe understanding film, it was bad. Like I watched it the first time as a little kid and was just like fuck yeah, this is so sick. And then by the second time I watched it, like, later on in life, I was like, oh, my God, this is the worst Batman movie I've ever seen. I have never, I haven't seen, I've seen one superhero movie encompassing every form of a superhero you ever think. You've seen one? one, Ever. One my entire life. What was that? Spider-Man 2. I was seven. (laughs) And I remember my mom took us. It was my four-year brother, me, seven years old, and my mother. Mm -hmm. He made a very grave mistake. Um, Spider-Man Two, Doctor Octopus, first and only, and you haven't seen another one by accident, like just no. like it's on. No, wow. Um, but what happened was it's the scene where essentially Doctor Octopus becomes Doctor Octopus, and he's chucking nurses around, he's mm-hmm. throwing people through windows. That's petrifying for seven-year-old Shane Becker, and seven-year-old Shane Becker and his brother ball their eyes out and we leave the theater and that is you cried uh yeah wow dog it's scary like i mean you're seven you don't have like real perception of much but i mean obviously i was just Mm -hmm. a little bit slower in realizing that it's just a movie at first i thought Um, you were calling me seven years old like you have no perception you're seven i I thought you were talking to me (laughs) we're all just seven it doesn't matter um but yeah, I mean, I don't think I have seen any superhero movies after that. Um, that ruined it. 
I think that's. Or a is traumatic, that is that, is that all... a, is, should I be talking to a therapist about this and not you? Is that a traumatic experience? Uh, I don't know. It depends on how you look at it. Do you look at it with like some emotional weight no. attached to it? I just feel like maybe it's so subconscious that like I can laugh. You don't at it know here, about it, and yeah. it's just like it just shuts it it's, off. It's built in. I don't know. Um, I've only I've seen the one clip of the one Batman movie where they're in Heinz Field, mm-hmm. and I get like that very peak regionalistic. Yeah, uh, Pittsburgh feeling in my it. gut. When Pitts, when when Batman, um, CGI wise destroyed Heinz Field, our football stadium. I loved it. It was still Heinz Field, baby, and yeah. that was the best thing about it. Yeah, it was fucking Heinz Field. So that's something as like a Yinzer as a Heinz Field and Heinz Ward at the same time. Yeah, double, and it's uh, double Heinz. And that was like the ketchup thing because remember when heinz field opened and then yeah. heinz ward was our receiver and they got the the, the, the ketchup bottles put on the ketchup yeah when you're anytime we're in the 20 yard line about to score that's the heinz red zone and big ketchup bottles open up in poor i always thought that we were the only people to call it the red zone because of the ketchup no but that's like a thing that's like yeah that's that's a like long, an actual football that's like <laughs> that's and like i watch a, football that's a long determined it thing. took me to like probably what 2001 hind it probably took me until about 2008 to realize that uh it's not just because we're ketchup people yeah well uh, hey it is what it is so the next stop i've never been there before and it might be the most interesting shop that at least i saw for the first time because i'd never thought it's kind of like in the back end of like millville pa and it's called house of thrift an old bodega mm-hmm. uh, it seems like it eh yeah um i think the guy who i believe owns it because he's been there every time that i've gone and he was here today mm-hmm. um just a really cool place. A lot of vinyls, a lot of cassettes, a lot of CDs, but even more books. Mm-hmm. And that's where I found that first edition Stephen King book over and there. And it was Stephen King's Different Seasons. Yes. So how many uh, how many first edition Stephen King books do you have? Because you said that's also something you collect. Um, I want to say like five or six. They're definitely hard to find because I don't spend money on them outside of like finding them in a thrift store. Mm-hmm. Um recently has gone down to five i sold a um nightmares and dreamscapes first edition hardback um which had a limited print one out of one or it was out of a hundred but it was one of 100 um one of 100 and that was found at a thrift store that was found at the last stop but like a couple like months ago Mm -hmm. um at that red white and blue on 51 they sold it to me they had it like their special like oh we're upselling the hell out of this rack but it was like 12 bucks um so grab that got a flip the flip was big it was 350 for that one book people go crazy for stephen king books um that was a heck of a find for you because you are a collector and that was another original and then you also found a uh what i believe to be a thermos maybe even a coffee holster but it's a vintage pittsburgh penguins one judging by there's a schedule printed on the back the number of games and the people that they're playing i'd say late 70s maybe early 80s not even i was going to say early 80s yeah yeah mm-hmm. just it looks pre-second expansion or pre-third expansion i don't know i don't remember how many specific expansions there have been in the nhl but it's pretty cool mm-hmm. um it's got one of those fun pushies if you want like a single mug of coffee a little yeah yeah 
I um, like how we um, had our own interpretation of what that is. I think I said beep 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 with one finger, and I you said, had a different. I said duka 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 duk with my whole hand, and we could still get along. Love me some onomatopoeia. Mm-hmm. Um, also, at House of Thrift, uh, as you mentioned, it possibly was uh, a refurbished bodega because there's actually uh, coolers. There's actually uh, those walk-in coolers. Yeah. And so you open the walk-in cooler just to see the rack, but it's actually thrift items on that. I bet they had great frozen food. I feel like that's a place that sold like or sold. Stouffer's Jamaican big like Jamaican beef patties or something. I would have went like Stouffer's Hot Pockets, yeah, American cheeses, bolognese, you know, all that you kind know, of stuff. Like a good, a good frozen pizza before frozen pizzas became mm-hmm. what they are today. I bet that was a Seven Eleven or a Unimart. I, I was gonna say Unimart. It definitely had a Unimart vibe with how Unimarts have that very like brassy old nineties vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it seemed very Rust Belt Unimart. But, uh, yeah, so we went to the House of Thrift. That was the sixth place we went to. The seventh was the good old Community Thrift Center, also in Millville, but also sort of in Ross, too. But the Community Thrift Center. And when I first started to collect VHS tapes, as you could see. I love it. Most of my collections in this recording room that we are in. um, Alien, the original. The one right over there. The one right over there. That's so cool. The original pressing of Alien on VHS is where I got it when I went to the community thrift center long ago when I first started collecting tapes alien I got there so if it wasn't for that community thrift center and me finding that I'm not saying I wouldn't have collected more tapes or anything mm-hmm. like that but there was like three or four tapes that I found early in my collection days that I was like I'm gonna keep going with this I and that was one of the places it's, I mean we were talking about this the whole day I mean we weren't if we don't find something, it is what it is. But with that one, you just kind of go for like the atmosphere of it. It's like, mm-hmm. like I said, it's like the most well-managed clusterfuck you've ever been in. Yeah, pretty much. You, and it has the old soda machines in it. I, I'm a slut for old soda machines. Like the ones with like, let me see a Pepsi soda machine with like Dale Earnhardt on it or something. Like, yeah. give me that like nostalgicness. Of, Seven up with Kyle Petty. Hell yeah. Yeah. Do you know about the Star Wars episode one? Yes. Soda, okay. That's I've never seen Star Wars, but I know exactly what one you're talking about. Yeah, so not far from here, there is actually a soda machine that nobody ruined or destroyed yet, and I'm always waiting to wake up to that tweet that it's destroyed or broken, yep. but there's a Star Wars Episode One uh, soda machine that still works that you can use, and it's on a street corner... Probably about 10 minutes away from here. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. I'm waiting for somebody to break it or I, vandalize it. If someone it. breaks it, I'll slice their Achilles tendons. That that means a lot to me, that soda machine. Yeah, I don't like waking up to those types of, you know, when you wake up to a bad tweet and you hate the day for the oh, rest yeah. of the day. That would kill two days for me. It's, it's going to make my whole weekend sad if that would happen on like a Friday. Yeah, but, but the last place that we had the opportunity of going on uh, go visiting today on our thrifty excursion. Our eighth place was the red, white, and blue. Arguably, in my opinion, a lot of people give it a bad rap because they do upsell a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you will always find something at the red, white, and blue. That oh, Every time. I with agree with that. The one on 51 especially, it will always have something, and it will always be worthwhile to go. And it is kind of marked up. A lot of the stuff yeah. is marked up, but 
they do find some cool stuff in there. A lot of my electronics and vintage mm-hmm. electronics. I'm uh, I wouldn't say I'm a regular there, but I'm just under the word for regular. Yeah, there. I'd say about the same. I'm there once or twice a week. I mean, I think I would be regular, but yeah. there's people I see there every time I'm there, so I'm assuming they're there every day. And I yeah, like vintage video games. Mm-hmm. I found a uh, uh, an original NES and Nintendo. One of the uh, there was a Nintendo on the show a couple weeks ago. That's where I got it, the red, okay. white, and blue. And um, today, I, I didn't find anything vintage, but I did come along. I did come across a uh, a hat, a snapback collection that we probably date. Um, we said nothing later than 2010, so we think somewhere between like 2007 and 2010. Yeah. But we have two Toronto Raptors uh, snapbacks, purple and red, baby purple and red Best. who have the sickest throwback jerseys i think the whole for all of sports from 92 to 2004 was the best time for any jersey in any sport still ever still. i it will never get any better than what they were doing the robo penguin mm-hmm. the fisherman the islanders fisherman jerseys how about the vancouver grizzlies grizzly jersey oh yes yeah. um what else there's one more that I love. The Boston Bruins mustard yellow Pooh Bear jersey. Ooh. The big face. Also, the Nashville Predators mustard tiger jersey, as it's called. Mm-hmm. They all have their own names because they're so iconic. And people either, they're the most loved or most hated jerseys. And probably, especially in the NHL. I'm a, I'm, I'm a big wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. And when I hear things like that, that to me is a, a good sign. It's Be- not, yeah. Because in wrestling... You want the crowd to feel something for you, whether it's like love or whether it's like, yeah, boom. Yeah. People need to take those risks where it's either you're going big boom or big bust. Nobody wants to walk into a room and no one does does anything like nobody wants to walk into a room and everybody in that room doesn't give a shit. Exactly. (laughs) So like you either people like you or people don't. And that's those like don't be that guy that just wears a what boston celtics regular green jersey to the day drink but also don't be that guy that wears a, any nba jersey to a day drink yeah that, pretty much that's kind of yeah and and we found a toronto blue jay snapback a montreal expo snapback so these are all professional canadian sports which teams. is weird for pittsburgh yeah and they were all together and uh, the Raptors, the Toronto Raptors, were founded in 1995. So that's pinnacle, a good fact. pinnacle, cool ass jersey time, 1995. Hell so that's yeah. why they got those perp jerseys, little spikies, little mountains. Mm-hmm. Love it. And they stunk, really. They they stunk until about 1998 when they got Vince Carter, who slammed. And then in the early 2000s, they made the playoffs a bunch of times, and then they got worse again. And then after that, they traded Vince Carter to the New Jersey Nets. And then Chris Bosh became the team leader. They went back to the playoffs a couple times. And now we're under uh, what a lot of people say is the Kyle Lowry era. And they're right now in the NBA championship right now against the Golden State Warriors. I can't remember the last time I sat down and watched the whole NBA game. But I know that I hate how every year it's the same thing, and I'm pulling for the Raptors, baby. And the Golden State has the opportunity, I think, to win five, five big ones in five years, or four big ones. Excuse me, four big ones in five years. So it must I, be okay. You can't get better than that in sports, though. I mean, 
Yeah. It just it becomes so good. It's just boring. And with the red, white, and blue, um, some time ago, I um, and this was a person of sound body and mind. This isn't something that couldn't be helped. So I don't want to package this that way. It wasn't anything like that. It's just somebody doing a stupid thing. But I saw somebody defecate on, like, through their shorts, shake it out, and it smacked the floor red, white, and blue. Like, Lo- love a good poop story. Like two years ago, and then somebody had to actually clean that up, which is ridiculous. I feel like people don't understand the hell that people in that industry go through regardless. Mm-hmm. And that just... That crushes you as a human being when you have to go over and clean up the poop. But that was a poo floor incident. It's not. Who I don't. A, who wants a poo? A no poo one. Floor? That's a thing. Nobody wants a poo. You got to bring out one of those like floor zambonis for that. You know what I mean? Like those big like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those those at Baldwin High School where I went, uh, they had a big floor zamboni and that just that mm-hmm. buffed the floor. Or, uh, that's kind of how that one went. It was a little bit beat up. Mm-hmm. I made your noises up. are clunkier than mine. They go I like feel like they're a little bassier, and mine are like hum- more humming, humming noises. Yeah, yeah. but the we last learn, we learn stuff. Every the last day ball in high school, I rode the floor zamboni. I took the keys. I because they just left left them in because they didn't think anyone was gonna ride the damn floor zamboni. But it was your last day. Oh yeah, so. I there was no way I wasn't, and then I went for about ten meters. 10 meters look at that uh non-imperial uh measurement system um got so anxious that i had to get off and then just walked out of the school because i it just the anxiety man when you're on a big floor zamboni it just it kills you it was probably loud oh yes it was. <laughs> so you're That's like i gotta get out it of was, here oh, 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 it's tough <laughs> yeah so uh though that was the eight stores that we visited on the first ever thrifty excursion i'm here with shane becker we're gonna take a quick commercial break when we return shane will be playing thrifty thrivia trivia for the first time and shane's got two questions for me and i got two for him so stay tuned afraid of the big black bat in an uncertain world in a chaotic time justice wears a mask Let's meet our contestants. Going to 
Pittsburgh's best screen printing at cwpress.com. We print t-shirts, cwpress.com. I never go to any thrift store or anything like that with the intent of just finding things to sell. It's always, what can I have for myself to look? And then if I get good. more, if I get more, like than... I'm built with a, I'm built like a stump. I'm like a very extra medium kind of body type. So anything that isn't a large or a very slim fitting XL, I can't wear. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's normally it ranges. What could fit yeah. on you is what you're saying. Normally, like I have a extra large shirt from like the 80s it's like an alka-seltzer racing shirt it's marked xl it fits like a child's large and Yo. it makes me look like a noodle and so you can you never know especially with the older stuff too because it's it feels like tissue paper it looks sweet but then it fits you like nothing you've ever worn before i'm built like a rolled up wet umbrella that's yeah that's a i'd say that's good i'd say you have like the very um sort like, of uncooked spaghetti legs uh-huh you got wow. your okay i wouldn't that was like, <laughs> you got no, you're very care. like you're a very you're built kind of like, like waluigi waluigi you have a very waluigi build but as you mentioned with waluigi he fucks <laughs> waluigi in every game that he's been in whether it be Mario Super Strikers, Mario Baseball, as we get into later, uh, Mario Tennis Aces, he's one of the best characters. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Mario. Mario. Waluigi? I've been saying Mario this whole time. Waluigi. Waluigi. Yes, thank you. Uh, Waluigi in every Mario game is probably the, the closest thing to Pablo Sanchez that you're gonna get. I'm a big Wario boy. Wario. Yeah. You got that br- that brother clash. Who's the Luigi of the Wario Waluigi relationship? Oh, it's Waluigi. You think? Well, because it's... Well, Wal- yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay, it would, it, it, <laughs> it's it kind of ha- in the name. <laughs> it's right there, brother. <laughs> this is... See, I'm not the most observant person in the world, so I'm going to glance right over mm-hmm. that every time. The, it, when all else fails, the tall one is always the sidekick. Interesting. When all else fails, in cartoons, in your you know, basic... I'm not talking about think pieces. I'm saying yeah. like in your basic Hollywood Cartoon movie theory, theory yeah. the tall one is always the sidekick interesting yeah so. i guess we'll have to do a little more research into that because i feel like that's kind of true because everything that's popping in my head now is exactly that setup speaking about research thrifty trivia trivia check one two thrifty trivia trivia I put in the list one too, though. Well, we both did our questions I together think... as we ate lemon cookies as oh, friends. I'm a big lemon cookies as friends guy. I, I'm glad we've graduated to that rather than just acquaintances We just with lemon cookies. Yeah, we are lemon cookie friends, and we sat here, we ate some lemon cookies quietly for about five to seven minutes. <laughs> we were very quiet. It <laughs> we, was like... Well, we were thinking. We put our heads, to the, our heads down and noses mm-hmm. down and just did it. And with thrifty trivia trivia for new listeners to the show we ask each other multiple choice questions and those questions we researched on the internet but they are in relation to our thrift finds so we made these questions up they're multiple choice a b c and d and d is always none of the above so i will be asking shane first 
And this is in relation to the Batman Forever 1995 McDonald's cups that I got today. I'm glad we both went with 1995 because mine is also in that exact year. The year of my birth, actually. 1995. I'm a 95 baby. I'm an 87 baby. That's a difference of eight whole years. Eight. And that's math for you. Entire years. So my question, it it's in relation to Batman Forever. On the set of Batman Forever, Jim Carrey, who played the Riddler, said Tommy Lee Jones, who played Two-Face, told him this in private. So on the set of Batman Forever, Tommy Lee Jones told this to Jim Carrey in private, said Jim. Uh, A, I hate you. I don't really like you. I cannot stand your buffoonery. B, you're the only decent being I've met working on this project. C, don't be so childish and impossible. This isn't a daycare. D, none of the above. On the set of Batman Forever, Jim Carrey said Tommy Lee Jones told him what in private? A, I hate you, basically. B, you are the only decent human being, basically. And C, don't be so childish and impossible. Or D. He didn't end C with basically either? No. I was waiting for basically. No, basically there. Or D, he didn't say any of these, and I made all those up. It seemed... Batman Forever... This goes back to my tangent last time when we talked about Spider-Man 2. Um... I've never watched any Batman movies, but I've always heard that Batman Forever is the worst Batman. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, it's the worst one. And Batman and Robin, no good either. I feel like B kind of ties into how bad that movie was, and it feel and I feel like that would be the right answer. So, uh, you think Tommy Lee Jones said to Jim Carrey, "B, you are the only decent being I've met working on this project." I feel like it's a toss up between A and B. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning towards B. You're kind of me second guessing myself. I don't think. Oh, I'm not trying to do that to you. No, it's just the way (laughs) that these questions are. I feel like there's no way in Sam Hell that you came up with the word buffoonery yourself. Wow. I don't think that. That's fucked up. I don't think buffoonery is a commonly used enough word. Okay. Okay. I think it's A. I'm changing my answer to A. You think Jim, Tom, yes, <laughs> you think Tommy Lee Jones said to Jim Carrey, "A, I hate you. I don't like you. I cannot stand your buffoonery." I still think it's B, but I'm gonna go with A. But if you thought of the word buffoonery yourself, I applaud you, and I love that word so much. Well, the correct answer is A. I hate you. I really don't like you. I cannot stand your buffoonery, and you made me look like an asshole <laughs> and an idiot combined. <laughs> In one question. I feel like I really dissected the situation Fuck. there. We talked all day about how I overanalyze things, and sometimes it works. And I even gave you uh, one of three of my lemon cookies. I gave you the other half of the third one. Yeah, because I, I just picked it. <laughs> you just it. went for it. Yeah. So you are one in one so far. I like it. Thank and I- how things go usually on this show is I bomb this. So uh, let's see if you could beat me. So hit me with your first question of thrifty trivia trivia. All right. This ties into the myriad of uh, penguins attire and gear that we found today. We did find we did, pens gear, Pittsburgh we pens. forgot to mention the Yammer Yager 
Mario Lemieux Wheaties box that we found at the Red, White, and Blue. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, that was Red, White, and Blue, that too. That was a trifecta of Penguin stuff today. Vintage Wheaties, Wheaties box. so mm-hmm. we're going, we're kicking it way back to 1995 again, the year of our Lord Shane Becker, um, with a fun little question with some popular media. Iceberg is known as the fun-loving mascot of the Pittsburgh Penguins. However... In the 1995 John claude Van Damme classic, Sudden Death, one of my favorite movies of all time. I've seen it. Regionalism, baby. Uh, Iceberg takes on the role as a villain, and he attempts to assist in the attempt to blow up the Civic Arena. However, he catches the worst of all the fates in the movie. How does Iceberg die in Sudden Death? Is it A, he's shot in the beak in a freight elevator by John claude Van Damme? Is he beat up and shoved in an industrial dishwasher by Jean-Claude Van Damme? Is it C, he's blown up with a piece of C4 by Jean-Claude Van Damme? Or is it D, none of the above by Jean-Claude Van Damme? Well, uh, the Civic Arena uh, was the set for Sudden Impact. And did you know that that was one of the only actual times that they opened... The roof. The roof was for that. And yeah. it may have been actually the last time they did it because they said it was so expensive. It's so, it's because of, they have, did you, you remember going in there? There's yeah. wires everywhere. The entire roof of that building, I would imagine it took them a week just to get ready to open it up, probably. Mm-hmm, to get everything out of the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Could you read the answers one more time? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How does Iceberg die in, in sudden death, the John Claude Van Damme classic? Mm-hmm. Is Classic. it A, she's shot in the beak in a freight elevator by John claude Van Damme? Is it B, he's beat up and shoved into an, adults, an industrial dishwasher by John claude Van Damme? C, he's blown up with a piece of C4 that has dropped out of a helicopter by John claude Van Damme? Or is it D, none of the above by John claude Van Damme? See, I'm going to look like an idiot here. I've seen the film. And I even said it while you were saying it. I've seen the film. And now as uh, you were reading those, there's one that I was like, it's definitely that one. And then you said something else. And I went, uh-oh, am I misremembering it? Is, this a- is it actually this? So I don't want to tell you which one. I don't want to show my ass that much. <laughs> but the one I think it is and the one that popped into my mind, which might be I'm between the two of them. But I am going to go with A, shot in the beak in the freight elevator. Final answer, A. The answer is B, beat up and shoved into an industrial dishwasher. Oh, man. There's a scene in it where Iceberg walks into an elevator and shoots someone, I think. I think it might be Iceberg. I'm not sure. Iceberg but did that. That was the kicker. In the end, the C, I came up with that answer because you know how the movie ends. The helicopter crashes into the Civic Arena and Luke Robitaille wins the game for the Penguins. I was thinking, before you read the exacerbated answers, mm-hmm. I was thinking... That's a big word. What does that mean? Uh, I was <laughs> thinking Jean-Claude Van Damme. I, in my head, I was like, oh, he just got like beat up to death. Mm-hmm. And so when you were reading those... You said uh, beat up and then uh, shoved into... Uh, He's like torn apart. It looks like a dishwasher. It may not be, but they're in a kitchen. It's steaming. It's probably a dishwasher. I, for some reason, I blocked that out. Mm-hmm. So when you had said that, 
I thought I thought it was going to be B, but when you said that, I was like, I don't remember that part. And then I was like, well, was he just like silently killed in the elevator then? So I went with A. So I don't, I'm wrong. I just don't know how you get beat up as a mascot with that whole suit on. Well, I guess uh, we'll have to ask our friend Jean-Claude Van Damme how that happens. He's doing Lay's commercials now, or Tostitos. It's yeah, some he's kind fine. Of chip. He's yeah. making whatever. Yeah, he's fine. So Shane, one. Toddy, zero. So I can only tie you. But you can overtake me because my last question is bonus points. You have a bonus point question? I do. That's it's a, one question, but it has bonus points. That's a trivia first. It is. That's a that's trivia. interesting. Wow. Okay. I'm going to have to wrap my head around that. <laughs> um, so the second question I have for you, Shane, uh, we talked about the Toronto Raptors snapbacks that I got today. The classic red, the classic purple. So this this relates to that team. The Toronto Raptors were a child of the 90s and were named paying homage to Jurassic Park. That I didn't know. That's, That's really true. cool. That's objectively true. They were named the Raptors after Jurassic Park, which was popular. You had the Mighty Ducks, too, we mm-hmm. talked about today. Two great jerseys. Two Out of pop culture. Movies. So, anyway, in 2013... They almost changed their name from Raptors to the blank to shed the weight of their dinosaur-based name because they're like, this is too goofy. We're not in the 90s anymore. I still think it's great. So, I would never want it any different. In 2013, they almost changed their name to from the Raptors to blank. Is it A, Huskies, B, Islands, C, Falls, D, none of the above. Huskies, Islands, and Falls, huh? Toronto Raptors. We're going to change their name from the Toronto Raptors to the Toronto blank. Do you want me to, can I break down your answers again and give you my thought process? Yes. So A is the Huskies, right? Yes. I don't think they changed their name to the Huskies because UConn's basketball team is that and Washington mm-hmm. uh, College. Um, however, it's Canada. They got them, them cold dogs up there. So maybe, uh, second one was islands. islands. There ain't no islands in Toronto. I've been there unless mm. there is, is there islands in Toronto? Mm. I haven't been to enough of Toronto. <laughs> um, see like falls is making the most sense, but now that you're giving me that, mm, with mm. islands, I don't mm. know. Mm. Falls makes sense because it's near Niagara Falls, yada, yada, yada. I don't think they would pay homage to Niagara Falls because that's not Toronto. I'm going to firmly say D on this one. Um, None of the above. Yes. You're going with none of I'm the above. I'm going with none of the above. Okay, so the Toronto Raptors changed their name. We're going to change their name to the Toronto Huskies, the Toronto Islands, the Toronto Falls, and you're going with D, none of the above. I am going with none of the above. The correct answer is D. None of the above. Shane Becker, two out of two. First trivia. I love me some trivia. That yeah. was fun. Um, so this question took me a little while to research. That's really good. I think that's one of the best thrivi- like trivia or trivia questions in general ever. That's really good. I have never done none of the above. Interesting. So I'll, I'll give you a little backstory of how this question came to be. Okay. Obviously, I had the Toronto Raptors hat, and I wanted to do something off that. 
So I was just, you know, looking at facts and I saw an article that in 2013 they were looking to change the name. That's a that's a fact. They okay. were looking to do that. Was there ever a definitive name? No. Okay. There was n- none of these. Now, are there actually islands in Toronto? Yes. Okay, I didn't know if you were fucking with me or not. No. Um so when you Google Toronto, the Toronto Islands come up. What is that? They're, I guess they're islands. I've never seen them or been there, but it comes up. So I was like, I'll throw that in there. Okay. Falls for Niagara Falls. Yep. Um, Huskies, on that particular article, there was a Toronto Huskies flag. Is that a team? And it's a team. What? What For what? I don't know. Interesting. So I was like, well, Toronto Huskies, maybe trick them because that is a thing. So I put the Huskies on here, the islands and the falls. None of them. They never had a name. Okay. They never had a name. But it was, yeah, it was based on Jurassic Park. I would never want them to change their name, especially now that I know that. Jurassic Park is great. So two zip. Two zip. Two zip, You shame. can make it two two if you get, but you can actually make it three two. I've never had the opportunity to do this before in okay. this game. And don't tell regular co-host Josh Larkin about this. I'm sure Josh will listen and I hope he picks up on it. Yeah, I'll tell him not to. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We all know Waluigi fucks. Wow. He does. Mm -hmm. I I love Waluigi. But in the game Mario Tennis Aces, he slammed. Um, In Mario Tennis Aces, he's considered one of the best players, if not the best player. He's really defensive. Mm -hmm. He's great. He's considered, you know, like those tier lists that people are putting out. He's like S tier. For sure. Um, what is it? What uh, this question is in relation to what? This oh. is in relation to the tennis big ball. Wilson tennis ball. So the big Wilson in your love ball. of video games. Yes. Okay. I really tied it in uh, that big Wilson tennis ball. I'm never giving up. Um, it no. will be a cooler. It will be a closed bin. It will be in my life forever. And it brings us this Mario tennis question. Yes. Um, but he's known. He's super good. Um probably considered one of the best if not the best um i know i used him a lot for uh mario tennis aces on the game boy advance um great game or no the sp advanced sp i the one that flipped open um but this is a real thing he is recorded as the second slowest player in mario tennis aces okay who is the only character slower than waluigi in mario tennis aces and, this is a great question. And hold on. You get bonus points if you can tell me Waluigi and that person's 40 time because that's also recorded. Jesus. <laughs> You're I am as shocked as you are that these are recorded real things and you can look them up mm-hmm. and they See, have we're, 40 uh, times. Well, just go over the answers then I have a quip to ask you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um A Yoshi B Chain Chomp C, Rosalina, or D, none of the above? Again? A, Yoshi, B, Chain Chomp, C, Rosalina, or D, none of the above? And for these times... Do you want to know the fastest? Yeah, give me the fastest. Okay. The fastest is Toad. Okay. And he's clocked at 3.6 seconds. Okay, so there are, I mean, that's way quick, but yes. there, I th- I thought maybe... There's like, much less variability as well. Yeah. I'm giving you a couple hints just because that is 
Because I didn't know if it was like a cartoony, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a yeah. cartoon. Yeah, or yeah, just, yeah. yeah, that's not, I mean, that's obviously very quick, but that's you're not You're on like, a 3640, you're getting paid millions of dollars in any sport ever. Yeah. It's, it's a shame that the they didn't put that 3640. Okay, so I'm going, here's, here's, here's where I am. Okay. Chain Chomp, I don't think so, because it floated. Yoshi, I think, is too on the nose. What do you mean it floated? Chain Chomp, wasn't that the thing that would... Uh, oh, Chain Chomp's the circle guy. Yeah, he's with the chain. <laughs> I was thinking Chain Chomp was like that, I don't that baby Bowser that's like floating around on that thing with oh, the chain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Chain Chomp... It's just like a big like dog yeah. chain. It's a or bite, bitey guy. It, yeah. it, it like Mario. Weird 6- thing to have a dog sound on. Yeah, it has a dog sound, and it's like that black. Yeah, it's like just a ball. Yeah, it's a black ball with like teeth, and it like shoots out at you. And Super Mario sixty four. Yep. So Chain Chomp isn't that. So Chain Chomp is the big heavy thing. I still think Yoshi. I don't know, and you don't answer this. I don't know that Chain Chomp was in that game. That's a thing. Um, Yoshi's too on the nose. Rosalina, I think maybe because I remember if I remember Peach, she was pretty quick. And I was trying to think of Peach the, is the eighth fastest character in that game. So they were misogynistic. I guess so. Yeah. Kinda. Okay. Okay, so that's another thing. When people create video games, you have to assume from a misogynist standpoint or sometimes not, but most certainly it's mostly always a misogynist standpoint. So the ladies were clocked in lower. Um, I'm going to go with C, Rosalina, as my answer. And I will guess... Give me Waluigi's time first. and then Waluigi's time first. So the, the fastest was... 3.6. 3.6. And Waluigi is second. Yeah. He's the fastest in the game is 3.6 held by Toad. Waluigi is the second. He's the second to last fast. He's the second slowest. The second slowest. So Waluigi at the second slowest is going to be. Oh, man. I'm going to go five. No. Yes. No. Yes. I'm going to go 5-6, and then Rosalina clocking in at 6.0 is the slowest. That's what I'm going to go in. The answer is C, Rosalina. Nice. Rosalina's time is 4.20. Nice. That's all? That's all yeah. it varied? There's, I, it's not very variable at all. Oh, I thought it was going to be lagging behind. And Waluigi's is 4.15. What did I say? like five i thought it was gonna go like that's what i thought too i should have told you it was less than but i got one though that's fine i did one's better than two nothing yeah um i've if you've ever seen professional sports if a team loses it's always still good if they score because they could be like next time i'll capitalize didn't put up the bagel we put up the one nobody wants to go to a sports game and watch their favorite team put up a bagel no one Mm -hmm. does but if they lose, it hurts. It really hurts. It just hurts less if it's not a bagel. If it's not a bagel. So Shane Becker, two points, two for two. 
Toddy here with one out of two, and I had bonus points and still didn't convert on that. Well, I appreciate you being on the show today. Absolutely. It's a grand old time. I I appreciate you pitching the thrifty excursion to me. I'm hoping we have 12 more. And I think we're going to uh, we're going to keep doing the excursions and uh um on the on the Facebook if you go to Thrifty Podcast on Facebook, find us on Facebook, give us a like and you will see our thrift video, our thrift haul video is up right now. Um and the our YouTube, the Thrifty YouTube is probably my favorite part of Thrifty, to be dead honest with you. And I'm always having fun on YouTube, but we got to get those numbers up on YouTube. But again, um, thank you for all the likes on Facebook because they've been coming in uh, a lot. And thank you to all the listeners on PodCoin as uh, one of our new sponsors as well. One of our OG sponsors, I have to give a shout out now to Commonwealth Press. Love them. They make great stickers. They got some of the best pins and stickers in the whole game. Well, guess what? That's where Thrifty Podcast stickers are from. Hell yeah. That you've seen before. But you could check them out at cwpress.com. And now for a limited time, if you order 50 shirts, you get 12 for free with promo code THRIFTY. So type in THRIFTY or promo code thrifty podcast one of the two and you'll get 12 shirts for free in an order of 50 cwpress.com commonwealth press also want to give a shout out to steve bears of bluffs their music is all available all available at bluffs.bandcamp.com and alternate reality the theme to our show for many reasons bluffs.bandcamp.com shane do you have anything to plug on the way out the door instagram is rad mex it's like your favorite local chain restaurant but with an r rad period mex um i go by the name berg vintage if i'm ever selling if you see me on ebay or whatever or out in the wild um coming up well the day that this is released june 8th um is the north side big stoop sale i do a and i'm assuming you're gonna do well at today's sale i'm hope oh absolutely <laughs> it's gonna be a hot one out here today folks um but no, we have one every week. Check us out. Um, if you go on Instagram, it's just NS Big Stoop Sale, um, run by some very wonderful women, Sarah and Esty. They're super inspirational. They give me a lot of motivation to go out and do this, especially with you and adventure out. Um, also, don't forget to vote. Thrifty Podcast is the best local podcast wow. in Pittsburgh. Plug, 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 plug. Um, honestly, though, um, this is a great show. Um, Thank you. I definitely am pulling for y'all. Um, yeah, I hope we let's win get it. that fat dub for the boys back home in the thrifts. Yeah, uh, I hope we win it. But that's yeah, we're on Bitly, so it's uh, bit dot ly. So bit dot lee backslash best of pit uh, nineteen two t's in that pit, and then under people and places, smash that thrifty podcast for best local podcast. So thanks again, Shane, for Absolutely. coming on thrifty excursion two. We got to get off Mike to prepare for that. So it was a lot of fun. I think we're going to go a little bit up north the next time we do this because we kind of skipped on a, on a couple just because we were running around eight thrift stores Absolutely. in one day, Wonderful day at a time of my life. And everybody else, get roached.